on today's episode NXT 2.0 review Friday Night Wars just got hotter and a tweet from RVD that made me laugh a lot let's start the episode right now Welcome to 15 minute time limit the wrestling podcast Okay so NXT 2.0 this week was jam packed um I don't know there were like 20 20 matches no, I'm kidding there weren't 20 matches but there were Plenty of matches. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa beating Joe Gacy. And, um, you know, the stipulation was that if Gacy won, he would be added to the match between Ciampa and Braun Breaker. Uh, And, you know, one part of me really wanted Gacy to somehow miraculously beat Tommaso Ciampa so that Braun Breaker can cut a promo about three-way for the title and the chances go drastically down. Uh, as a homage to his uncle, but it didn't happen. But what did happen was that Joe Gacy and um, Harland, Parker Bordeaux, had another interaction. He petted his cheek. What is going on there? I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see what's happening there. Uh, Xion Quinn beat Malik Blade. Ivy Nile, in her debut from uh, Diamond Mine, of course, beat Valentina Ferroz. Um, it was a short match, so I can't really say if she'll be any good or not, but she has potential, that's for sure. Speaking of Diamond Mine, Julius Creed beat Ikemenjiru, um, and then they attacked him after the match, and Kushida tried to make the save, but he wasn't able to, and Diamond Mine went out with the upper hand. Then Kyle O'Reilly with Vaughn Wagner... Beat Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland. Ridge, of course, uh, was drafted to the main roster. And uh, on October 22nd, he will move on. So he's doing what uh, needs to be done when you move out of the system. Lose. Um, As for Kyle O'Reilly, from the title scene to the mid-card scene in less than a year, uh, I love Kyle O'Reilly. He's one of the best in-ring wrestlers in the world today, uh, no doubt about it, but his mic work and character work, you know, the whole cool Kyle gimmick, uh, I didn't really, um, I, I liked it, but I wasn't really connected to it, you know, Sleazy Kyle from the Indies from PWG was way better, then again, uh, up until NXT 2.0, the product was PG, maybe now they can bring back Sleazy Kyle, when they're more edgy and stuff, but uh, right now he's not really doing it for me, unfortunately. All right, moving on with the uh, twenty more matches. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Duke Hudson beat Grayson Waller with a roll-up with the tights. Um, I I love Duke. I'm not sure where this whole poker thing is going, but uh, he he seems like a good wrestler. Indy Hartwell and her best friend, Persia Pirota, 
beat Sarai and Amari Miller and they got added to the tag title match. We'll talk about title matches announced for Halloween Havoc uh, in a few in a few minutes. And then to the main event of the evening. Now, it was a match for the North American title between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Santos Escobar. Hidro and Legado de Fantasma are feuding for, I don't know, a year. No, less. But it seems a little bit like a year. Now, Hidro, all of Hidro, was drafted to the main roster. So everyone thought that since they are leaving, they are not going to leave with the North American title. So Santos Escobar would win it. And if I would have made a prediction beforehand, that's what, what I would have predicted, that Santos Escobar would win. But then we had Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams come and try to uh, even the score, make it down fair down to the middle. And voila, Swerve won. And he kept the title and I was like, whoa, okay. Nice surprise. Thank you, NXT 2.0, for still being able to surprise me. But then, Carmelo Hayes, who won the breakout tournament, used his future title shot, his so-called money in the bank, but they don't call it money in the bank there. It's uh, the breakout tournament uh, shot, winner, uh, contract, whatever. And he cashed it in, and he beat Swerve. So, yeah, uh, we got Swerved. In a swerve match. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, congratulations. From uh, rookie to champion in uh, less than a year. Uh, less than a year on TV, of course. Uh, I, I actually haven't checked. Maybe it's less than a year uh, for his in-ring career as well. Who knows? But it was a great surprise. And an unexpected surprise. And so I got swerved. Sorry for the pun. Twice in one episode. Firstly, that Swerve retained, and then that he lost to Carmelo Hayes and not to Santos Escobar. Um, so yeah, that was uh, <laughs> fully stacked. Not everything uh, worked. Short matches usually um, don't tend to leave such a mark because you can't really showcase your talent and your abilities in a short match. But um, yeah, it was a good episode. Not the best. Of all the NXT 2.0 episodes. But it was a nice one. Um, should watch it. And they also had more announcements for Halloween Havoc. Um, it's not a pay-per-view. It's going to be a regular episode of NXT called Halloween Havoc. And uh, let me tell you. Those are exciting matches. Helen Havoc on October 26th, one day after my birthday. Um, we, we know we're going to get Braun Breaker versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT title um, without Joe Gacy. And there were two more matches announced on uh, last night's episode of NXT. The first one, spin the wheel, make the deal, NXT women title match between Raquel Gonzalez, the champion, and Mandy Rose. Um... I'm not going to do a prediction now, but I think Mandy will win. But we still have time for my prediction, so we'll wait. And then the NXT Women title will be defended on what was supposed to be um, a normal tag match between Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, the champions, 
versus Gigi Dolan and JC Jane from uh, Toxic Attraction turned into a three-way match adding Indy Hartwell and Persia Pirota to that match. So far the car looks good. We have one more episode before that to see what's, what will happen. And uh, it seems it's going to be a great show. Maybe we'll get a Kushida versus Roderick Strong in a rematch for the Cruiserweight title. Maybe we'll see Carmelo Hayes defend his newly won North American title. And uh, we also got a vignette saying that a new dark superstar will debut. Actually, I'm, I'm not sure if they said new or just a dark superstar. So who knows? I'm intrigued. Uh, it won't be the same without Shotzi Blackheart uh, outfits and uh, hosting of the show, but maybe they can bring her just for a one night back to NXT or uh, find another host or do without a host. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Halloween Havoc, October 26th. Gonna be nice. Gonna be spooky. And hey, maybe... <laughs> It will be the night to crown Braun Breaker as the new NXT 2.0 champion. Alright, so Friday Night Wars this Friday will be interesting. First of all, tonight there will be no Dynamite. Um, They have, I don't know, a, a hockey game or something. Sorry for uh, the lack of my knowledge, but it's been preempted to Saturday night. And uh, so Dynamite is on Saturday, but they're keeping Rampage on Friday. Now, Friday's Night Smackdown this Friday will air on FS1 because on uh, Fox they have something else, which I currently forgot, but it's also been preempted, but... They don't move it to another day, they just move it to another channel. Historically, all the SmackDowns on FS1 lose more than half of the viewers of SmackDown. And AEW said, okay, this is our chance to steal more viewers from SmackDown. Currently, the number one show in WWE, ratings-wise, quality-wise, wrestling-wise, you name it. And... um, Not only that, but SmackDown kind of fired a shot saying that it's going to be a lengthy SmackDown. And instead of two hours between 8 and 10, it will be two hours and a half. Now, Rampage is between 10 and 11, all times Eastern, of course. Uh, Rampage airs between 10 and 11. So, basically what WWE said or did is, hey, I'm going to put 30 minutes head-to-head between SmackDown and Rampage on this Friday. Now, Rampage will be live. It won't be pre-taped because we don't have Dynamite tonight. And what did AEW do? Well, AEW said, you know what? We're going to do a special buy-in before Rampage. We're going to air it free on YouTube. And... It will air between 9 and 10 p.m. Eastern. So it's head-to-head with SmackDown, but not on TV. It's going to be on YouTube. And they already announced two matches. I don't know if there will be only these two matches 
or they will add more, but the match is announcer, Bobby Fish versus Lee Moriarty. And check this out, Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki, live for free on YouTube this Friday, uh, between 9 and 10 p.m. Eastern, head-to-head with SmackDown on FS1, uh, Fox Sports 1. It's gonna be wild. Friday Night Wars just is crazy. Ah, what a time to be a wrestling fan. And before finishing this episode, something very funny I ran across on Twitter. Um, a fan um, at JDWRKARTS, uh, all cap letters, posted a, a picture saying, It was disappointing as a child finding out they were not really related. In a picture of Rob Van Dam and Jean-Claude Van Dam, to which Rob Van Dam re- responded, "Imagine how we felt." I laughed. I love Rob Van Dam. I think, other than he's the whole damn show, he's uh, he's very fun to listen to on all his um, interviews and documentaries. He's such a chill dude. Uh, all all the love to Rob Van Dam and Jean-Claude Van Dam. Uh, great tweet. I lo- I laughed a lot. Thank you very much for your time and for listening to this episode. I hope you already liked or followed or subscribed to the podcast on your podcast platform. If not, please do so right away. And don't forget to tell your friends, your wrestling-loving friends about this podcast. Send them the link. Linktree slash 15 min time limit. That's linktr.ee slash 15 min time limit. So they can listen to the podcast as well on their favorite podcast platform and maybe go follow on Twitter uh, at 15 min time limit. And if you haven't followed on Twitter, then what are you waiting for? Do it right now. Thank you very much for your time. We'll catch up tomorrow.